Welcome to The Creative Fault, a weekly podcast that is for creatives and artists. Get your weekly gems and jewels when you want to self-improve, educate, sprouts up your lifestyle, and just get some little bit of entertainment along the way. Welcome to The Creative Fault. Hey you guys, my name is Marilva and I'm a contemporary artist with her own podcast called In the Studio with MCJ. In my podcast, I will be talking about my art journey, things I find very interesting, maybe a little bit disturbing, but most of all coming from an informative and entertaining perspective. Want to know more about what I do? Follow me on the social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, YouTube, and of course, leave behind a comment that would definitely support this channel and it would let me know what it is that you're thinking about all the episodes that will be shared on this platform. Stay tuned, keep listening and share the content with everyone around you. Hey you guys, this is Marilva from MCJ Studio and I have a huge favor that I would like to ask you. Now, you are already part of the MCJ Studio fam and that means that you are already listening to the podcast, you are getting information out of this, you are entertained or maybe you get informed by whatever it is that I have to share with you all. Now, in order for me to keep the quality of this podcast at a certain level or even to extend that, I am asking you to become a sponsor to this podcast. You can sponsor by giving a donation and the donation will be used to grow out this podcast. It's quite simple. Now, the way that you can do that is by going to my bio and there you will find a button next to all the other buttons like following me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. You will get another screen and on that screen, you can place the amount that you would like to donate and also choose the method of payment. After that, you basically just come back to the page and listen to all other great content that I have for you. I would really appreciate your donation and your donation will also exclusively be used for this podcast and to grow it out. Looking forward to it. Welcome to the fam and stay tuned for the next podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to a new episode of In the Studio with MCJ. Happy to be back on a different day than normally planned. For you all that is new, I normally plan my episodes on the Thursday. So you will get a new episode every Thursday. However, due to other obligations when it came comes to the exposition that I'm now part of the group exposition I could not do it on the Thursday so I decided to do on another day and you are still capable of getting a good juicy episode of me this week so before I start with the episode the first question that I always ask is how are you how are you let's bring it back to the present time because that is the that's actually the only reason why I'm asking you that question to bring your mind into the present time so that you are focused and that your attention is right here in your body. I hope that things are going well. And even when things are not going so well, I still hope that you can find a solution as soon as the opportunity allows it for you to find it, for you to get it to receive it because sometimes we can be in in situations where we are not willing to receive the solution we are not willing to receive it because it doesn't look the way we want it to look it doesn't sound the way that we want it to sound or we have to take actions for it that we really don't want to take for that <laughs> we don't feel like doing that we i got to do all of that to solve this problem you know what i don't think that problem is so bad I don't think it's that bad. I can do it. No, you can't. I'm here to tell you right now. No, you can't. So I hope that you are in this in the space where you are able and capable of receiving the solution that will come to you in a short amount of time. Now, here's a mantra that I would like to share with you all. 
And the mantra goes as following. There is always time for me. I always have time for myself. Why do I share that with you? Now, the reason why I share that with you is because I started to notice for myself that I got overwhelmed by the things that I was doing. And I'm doing a lot. I'm, I'm doing a lot. A lot of me is required of me. However, I started to notice that I said I cannot make time for myself. I cannot make that time for myself. I can't, I can't find time for myself. And I know I'm very aware of the fact that whether you say can't or can, it doesn't matter. Why? Both will be manifested because my focus will be on it. So if my focus is on can't, then the situation in which something can't happen will manifest. And when I say can, then a situation where something can happen will manifest. It is just a matter of where is my focus? Where is my attention? So I started to use that mantra. I say it out loud or I say it silently to myself. And I notice that I become calmer. I notice I become calmer. I take a cup of tea. You know, I like my tea, right? I love my coffee. I just take five minutes. I'm capable of taking five minutes. I'm not saying a whole half, half an hour or 15 minutes. If five minutes is allotted to me, then damn it, we're going to take those five minutes and enjoy it. We're going to take those five minutes. And I started to do that more often. And more often than not, I started to see that there are plenty of moments that I can take care of myself and I have time for myself and it looks differently each and every time. So I hope that this mantra, this little gift that I'm sending out to you, and maybe you can send it out to someone else as well, or maybe to the person next to you, maybe to the peer, maybe you have a friend who's always complaining, I ain't got no time for myself. I don't know what to do. I'm always so busy. I, I never have a rest. I can't even, you know, turn around to somebody asking me something. Give this mantra to them. And tell them to use it each and every time that they are feeling overwhelmed. They feel that there is just no moment that they can breathe. Right? Like I already said, it can look different. It can look differently each and every time. One moment is taking a nap. Another moment, it can look like taking a breath, a deep one, and exhaling. It can look like taking a cup of tea. It can look like just doing nothing. It can look like burning some incense. I don't know, fill the blank, whatever it means to you. I hope that this mantra, this little gem, this gift will be a good start for yourself to get yourself out of a rut, a, 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 a rough spot, out of a hard spot and get into the present moment where you are like, you know what? I can make a change. It doesn't look like that right now, but I can make a change. So I hope that you can take that for yourself. So let's get into today's episode. And the thing that I wanted to talk about is the voice that you have and basically knowing how worthy and worthwhile and valuable that voice is. And I'm going to use a very extreme example. <laughs> I'm going to use a very extreme example. And the reason why I'm laughing is because I'm still tickled by this particular article. And I don't think that I'm the only one who saw this article, read it. I think a lot of you has, have also read it or, or heard about it or seen it somewhere. But it was big news about this Danish artist that was commissioned by Kunstmuseum in Denmark. The artist's name is Jens Haning. And he was commissioned by the museum to recreate an artwork that showed the gap in the incomes, annual incomes of people in Denmark and Austria. And for that artwork, he 
was given about let's say let's just round that number 80,000 euros or something like 84 80,000 euros a, a substantial amount of money as a medium to make that artwork however the compensation in itself for creating the art was around 3,000 euros so the compensation of the works 3,000 euros but the medium in which the recreation of the artwork needed to be shown was over 80,000 euros a substantial amount of money and Mr. Haning was like uh wait a minute something is not adding up here I am offered this amount of money to show a certain thing but I'm only getting 3,000 euros that doesn't even cover the amount of hours that I'm being putting that I will be putting into the the artwork and I still have to invest into my material costs so that I can create what it is that are asking of me so he decided to take the money and create a concept create an idea equivalent to the value he would have wanted for the art and he sent back two white empty canvases two white framed empty canvases here's the thing the mere fact that the Kunstmuseum saw the humor of it and decided to still display the artwork on the wall in the museum shows me that there to me maybe legally there might be, have been a, a breach of contract but when you look at it it's really not a breach of contract I think I would have said as a Kunstmuseum who would not be agreeing on this particular agreement that was made hey you know you need to give us back the money and we are not going to show these two artworks because this was not this was not the agreement but they deviated from the agreement they also deviated from the agreement and showed the two artworks anyway that this artist has created now, whether he has to give back the money or not, uh, I, I, I'm believing that he has to give back the money or maybe some sort of rearrangement of the agreement is going to take place or anything. I don't, I'm not sure. But it was said in the article he has till January to give back the money. Now I want to introduce something else, which is not the same, but when it comes to execution and valuing somebody's worth valuing somebody's unique disposition as an artist is quite similar and at the end you might even want to think about it as well for your own art practice for your own content creation for your own creative output you might want to think about that too um, not about actually taking the money and running because listen, if they catch you, I can't help you. <laughs> I cannot help you. You're going to jail. Okay. They're going to throw your behind in jail. But now I don't know if y'all remember the last event at the Art Basel in Miami where this artist stuck a banana to the wall with duct tape. You heard me well. He didn't even do it once. He did it three times. There were three art pieces of a banana, a single plain yellow banana against a wall that was stuck, taped, stuck to the wall with just plain duct tape, gray duct tape. And it was sold over a hundred thousand dollars a piece, not together a piece the artwork came with a certificate and instructions so a certificate of authenticity and instructions of how to take care of the art piece let me let me just insert a moment of pause <laughs> i'm laughing i'm sorry 
I don't mean to laugh. I'm not ridiculing the man. It's not why I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I started to see just the genuity of this. Absolutely smart, cunning way of this. That's why I'm laughing. Three people bought the artwork. Huge trend, huge buzz, a lot of attention. A lot of people had something to say about it. A lot of reenactment of this particular event. And people saying, who the heck is going to pay that amount of money for a banana? Who's going to do that? Right? The same thing as people might say, well, why is that Danish artist taking the money and performing a breach of contract and saying that that is the artwork and then keeping the money and sending off two white empty framed canvases and the museum is still hanging those canvases? Why would they do that? Two different situations, right? As it might look as two different situations. Because here is the very interesting thing that I want you to have to look at. The thing that I noticed about those two situations is that both artists were, one, aware of their unique disposition as an artist and the way they can they can execute their concept, their idea into material artwork, or in this case, you know, well, it's both material artwork, you know, even if there's an empty canvas, it's still a material artwork, it's still tangible, <laughs> tangible artwork. They both showed very unique ways of doing that. Normal goods, everyday goods, a banana, most of us like it, right? Most of us eat a banana, a fruit, a manufactured good, two white empty canvases. They both were capable of creating this concept, creating this idea with the given variables and also with, with goods, products, subjects that are so ordinary but made them actually yeah I'm going to use that word extraordinary in their use they made it extraordinary for them to even create a spectacle around it they made it so absurd and I mean it in the in the best way possible, so not in a negative sense, but really in a positive sense, it's so absurd because you and I would even come to that idea. But they did. They came to that concept. They came to that idea. They made it so absurd that it was not just about the artwork. It is the conceptualization of the artwork that they have sold and they asked the money for it. They were capable of asking the value, the worth of that. And I think that is absolutely genius. I think that is so smart. And that separates whether you like the creative output or not. <laughs> Whether you like the fact that there is a banana stuck to a wall or two white empty frames, canvases, whether you like it or not, I absolutely have a, a new understanding of what it means for an artist to understand their worth, to use a very articulate concept in their art practice and placing the right amount of money for that because you cannot argue about that they were very 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 smart with that they were very aware of that 
That is the difference between the artist that is going paycheck from paycheck from paycheck from paycheck and seeking a way of creating that worth for themselves and the artist that understands the worth, stands for that worth, knows how to understands the concept, understands the idea and also uh, knows how to transmit transmute transfer materialize that particular concept is the concept that is valuable not just the banana against the wall it is the concept of what 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 working conditions are doing to people and how they have to make certain decisions and how it affects their work that made that value not just two white canvases against a wall so my question to you all knowing this me offering this to you as a perspective me offering this to you as a way of looking at it what is it that you might be missing or could strengthen because it, it can also be already there i don't know it might also already be there what can you do to strengthen that what is it that you are doing to now incorporate that into your business because believe it or not as much as i would like to be an artist and just create 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 i'm also an entrepreneur I'm also a business person. I have to, I'm registered at the Chamber of Commerce. I am a business. And I think a lot of people that are professionally doing the work that they are doing, you are a business. You are. And the main reason for a business is to what? Make a profit. Generate income. Make a profit. Let me repeat that again. Make a profit. I know for certain artists, it's a hard concept. It's a hard, hard subject to talk about. Make a profit. Make money. I say it, I'm comfortable. I'm very comfortable with it. I welcome it, but it took a while. I don't want to, you know, act all tough, you know, and be like, I know how to do. Hey, listen. It took a while. It took a while. It took a while. But your main focus is to also make money to create value. So what is your value, people? What is the value that you are offering? Because I can guarantee you this. None of us will forget what this particular artist has done. The Danish artist and the artist at Art Base of Miami. None of us will forget what they have done. Everybody will remember the banana stuck to the wall. Everyone will remember two empty canvases being sent back to a museum and saying, I took the money. That is the artwork. Point, period, full stop. And here's also the thing. The reason why I'm stressing the fact that it's so valuable, you and I cannot recreate it. Well, we could, but it's already such a unique thing. When we do it, it's not going to be the same. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do now some ridiculous thing to do something ridiculous and be like, I need to be the limelight and, and in the, you know, in the limelight and get the fame for it and do something very out there listen if that is what you want to do i'm not gonna knock your hustle go for it go for it if you can't do it go for it but for all for all, all others that are not doing that don't force yourself okay don't don't force yourself what you can do however ask yourself that question do you even see how your art practice is transferring itself into value Do you? Or are you maybe still in an area where you're like, I am ambiguous against 
this whole notion of commerce and art coming together or business and art coming together or money and art coming together i understand that for a lot of you you i i definitely know that i'm i'm and i'm hope i'm not giving off this idea of me not being aware of the fact that you are aware that you you know create art and that you want to sell that and that you are you know creating a livelihood of that but also understanding that your value is not just the price that is being set on the on the creative output that you have the value can be reproduced the value can be sold it can even go as far as just the concept that can be sold right the 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 creative output that you are bringing into this world doesn't have just to stop at the end result which can be a sculpture it can be a digital digital illustration it can be um, any other thing that you want to fill in there it starts a lot earlier it starts with the conceptualization of what you have in your mind and because they are capable of doing that that's what sold them the high amount that they were capable of asking or taking because let's be honest Jens Heining didn't ask for the money he took it <laughs> he took the money and he ran he said I ain't getting the money back I believe that they asked him to bring the money back and he has until January to give the money back um, and they also they also admitted that they saw the humor of what he created. But I think that Hans Janik uh, Hanig wanted to show a little bit more than just the humor. He really wanted to show the the seriousness of this particular matter that they presented to him and how it translate how it translated itself into that particular artwork. So he really thought his act out. He really thought about it. Another reason why I want you to think about how valuable your voice, or actually, now that I'm thinking about it, how valuable your mind is, is because of a following thing. A lot of times when we are in the situations where we are being asked for a commission, a certain project, collaborations, whatever these are one-offs i like to call them one-off so it's like a lump sum of money that you're getting the company the uh, the, the cultural institution or organization they commissioned you and they are now having a creative product that they can use for a longer period of time so the money that they are generating for it is exceeding the lump sum of money that you just got commissioned for and that's why i want you to as well think about that perspective of do you understand the value of your mind do you understand the value of all those concepts and ideas that are coming out of your mind because i can guarantee you even though the danish artist did something that he might be punished for yes or no i guarantee you he will be commissioned for a lot more projects and if he's really a smart man if he if he's as smart as i think he is he will be capable of stretching this out so that it is not just a lump sum of money it becomes an income stream the artist at um, art base of miami I'm willing to believe that he is capable of having an income stream simply for the fact that he is capable of creating these type of concepts that are buzzworthy, that are trendy, people are looking out for it. He now has a huge fan base. He, yo, his name was even tweetable. His name was tweetable. <laughs> it became a tweet, it became a hashtag. Now, you know you made it in the world when your name is a hashtag. So, he is a hashtag. And people will definitely want to have his service, his product, 
and he's capable of making an income stream, something for the long term. I believe for the Danish artists, it's gonna come, they're gonna come opportunities for the long term. Are you working right now for the long term? Or are you still going from one short term to the next short term to the next short term? Yes or no? And you get to answer that for yourself. Now, I understand, you know, there are going to be some, some, some periods in our lives, in our journey. Yo, it's going to be from one, you know, the one week to the next week to the next week. And sometimes you have the luck, it's the next month and then it's the next week and the next week. But don't tell me that it's not possible to have that for the long term. To have an income stream for the long term. To have an income stream. Not a lump sum of money and they are waving goodbye after it's done. But having a stream that will allow you to generate income. Hey, that is a different view. That is a different perspective. And there are different ways for you to get to that point. First of all, I believe you first have to be aware of it. Are you aware of what you're doing? Or are you just creating what you're creating? Because we can sometimes also get into the rut of things. We can also be in a hamster wheel and just do what it is that we know to do. So are you aware of what it is that you are doing? Do you understand the concept? Do you understand how unique it is? Do you know how to sell it, to market, to advertise it? That's the number two. Do you have a team, a number of people around you or one person that can do that for you? Or are you already savvy enough to construct something like that? People will say, do you have a brand? I know it sounds so, so, (laughs) so what a brand girl, I just create paintings. What are you talking about? Yeah. A brand. Are you capable of marketing the concept that you're standing for your art practice that you're standing for? Are you capable of doing that? That's the difference between the artist that's being asked to, you know, from this gallery to the next gallery to the next gallery from whom they see that there is potential of growth and 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 remuneration for a longer period of time and the artist that has to you know wheel in the next and the next and the next job that's the, that's the huge difference and sometimes we don't want to see that sometimes we don't want to talk about it it's like no it's not tr- yeah it is true it is it is it is people it is that difference and listen i'm not saying that the artist who does it is better than you but somewhere i'm saying they're better than you because they have been able to market themselves to market their ideas to conceptualize their art practice in such a way that is almost a spectacle And you can define for yourself what spectacle means. It doesn't have to be glitter, glamour, fame, trendy, ooh, ah, shocking. No, it can be that what it means to you. Find your niche and see what fits for them. So yeah, can you brand it? So first, do you even know? Two, can you brand it? Three, what's the value that you're going to base What's the value that you're going to determine? And don't be stingy with it either. Don't be stingy with it. There is room for negotiation. This is my this is my own intake on my artwork that I have. There can be room for negotiation because I always see my prices as an indicator. And in certain situations, yes, we can talk about it. But that room for negotiation is determined by me. Me, Marilva. No one else. Now we can have a have a conversation about the elements, the variables, the sun, the moon, and why this and this and this and should be that. 
eventually I make the decision to say yes or no, right? So what is your value? What is the value that you're going to determine right now? And you have to think about a value that is not just on a monthly expense base. It has to be a monthly expense base and you living your life on top of it. Right? Or else you're just working to pay the bills. That, that's not the place where you want to be. Maybe in the beginning, maybe somewhere in the middle. You know, sometimes you have those moments. Of course, it's still, you know, being an artist is still a... You know, it's sometimes tricky, but listen, nowadays that goes for people that are working in the office as well, right? Businesses are being pushed every three to five years and they can be terminated every three to three to five years. Yes. Big conglomerates can decide that after 10 years, they swipe out the whole employee base and hire new people within a new different organization structure and an organization chart. I have been in that position. Other people have been in that position before. And listen, it happens there as well. So as much as people want to believe that having a job at the office or having a job for at, at, at a hospital or whatever, what it, what it is, whatever they see as a solid, steady job, which in comparison can be these days is not as solid and steady as it used to be. Yeah. So don't let yourself be discouraged too much. Don't let yourself be discouraged too much. So, yeah, I mean, First, we have your focus. Do, do you even know your awareness? Do you even know branding? And then determining your value. Determining your value. Not just the expenses, but also what you have above it. Your life. The enjoyment of life. The luxury that you want to have in life. Marifa, did you just say luxury? Uh, yeah, I just said that. Why? You're a human being. You're not just here to live it. You're here to enjoy it, to actively take part in this. And let me tell you something. This life is not going to be less expensive. It's only going to be more expensive. So for you to get a compensation or ask for a compensation that only pays your bills, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're also doing a disservice for the people that are following after you. Why am I saying that? Because the next person who's going to be in a position to be at a certain cultural business organization and gets a job and they offer, they make an offer and that person says, wait a minute, that to me, that's quite low. They say, oh, but the others accepted it. You see how that can be a disservice for other people? And yeah, you do show share a certain responsibility in, the, in that as well. If we all raise our standards, we have to be met there. Trust and believe. So you're doing yourself a disservice when you're only looking and asking for compensation that just will cover your bills, will cover your expenses. Ask beyond that. Have in mind that you are an active artist that enjoys life that wants to partake in life that you love what you do you do what you love and you are also um rightfully compensated for it do that and now bringing the two other artists into the picture uh they did we have an artist at the miami art basel or art basel miami who asked over $100,000 for each banana a piece. And a Danish artist who said, you know what? You gave me money, so I'm gonna take that and recreate the art by sending you back the concept of what working conditions can do to an employee, which can lead to a breach of contract. That was the concept. 
and he valued it at that amount of money. Can you do the same? It doesn't have to be a $100,000 idea, but hey, if you're asking $100,000, you can, and you can justify it. Why not? Who am I to say that you can't? And believe me, there are artists that are doing it. So don't tell me that it's not possible. Don't tell me that. But yeah, are, are you doing that? Are you doing those three things? And probably you can add maybe a point four and a point five and a point six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Good. Add those points to your list. If these three points are already making you rethink what it is and how you are constructing your own art business and your value of all the concepts and a creative input and output that you are producing, then I already know this perspective has done its job, its job, right? This perspective has done its job. So let us just summarize it again before we go to the end of today's episode. One, are you aware of your value? Are you aware of it? Or are you just going along with the stream and you just doing it is what, what you're doing and you're not really paying a lot of attention. Yeah, people told you to have an art practice. Yeah, people t- told you to have a bio and things like that and a portfolio. And you're just doing what it is that you're doing. Right? And you can be one year starting as a professional or you can be 20 years as a professional. Think about that one. Hmm? Number two, how are you branding yourself? How are you branding yourself? How are you marketing yourself? How are you advertising yourself? How are you showing up into the world? I'm going to share, I'm going to share something very personal. Side note. Y'all know I like to make side notes. Y'all thought it was not going to be side note. Psych. Here's side note. I love to say to myself, I'm a rich, abundant artist. I walk down the street with that thought in my head. I look at myself in the mirror with that particular thought and belief. I have a vision board that I look at practically every day. And it says it in text. I am a rich, abundant artist. I'm a rich, abundant artist. And I refuse, I rebuke anything else. I do not care what Peter, Mary, um, Janice, Kwame, Otto has to say about artists, about art, about the culture, about anything, okay? Janice might have a very negative view of artists saying that they are poor, they don't know how to make money, they never have money. Otto may be thinking that it is a great thing and everybody can make money. I do not give two cents. My belief is my belief and my belief is that I am a rich abundant artist. I walk that way. I talk that way. I eat that way. I live that way. And I already hear you. But if I, um, that's not always true. Yeah, I know. But you got to set the motion. You got to set the intention. You have to set it in work. You have to bring momentum, right? Let me, let me use another analogy in this sidetrack that we are now in. When you want to lose weight and you already see yourself as being a, a, a healthy, strong, flexible person, you already know that's not going to happen tomorrow, but you do understand that the belief is a great motivation for you to 
act, walk, talk in that particular way. You're going to change the way you eat. You're going to change the amount of times that you're moving. You're going to change the amount of times that you're going to the gym or that you're walking outside, depending on what you like as movement. You're going to understand that it has to do with how you feel. You understand that you have to change when you eat, etc., 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 etc. And the more you start to do that, the stronger that belief becomes. It are the actions that reinforce the belief and the belief reinforces the actions. And that creates the momentum. Same thing here. The actions of being aware. The Oh, by the way, we are off the sidetrack. We are back on the main lane, the highway. The actions reinforce the belief and the belief reinforces the actions. So in this particular case, the actions of being aware, having your brand. So knowing what you, how you market yourself, how you advertise yourself, how you want to stand into the world, how you want the world to view you. And number three, determining your value, your monetary value, also your, um, your cultural value. Having all those actions, they reinforce the belief of you being the artist that is an abundant artist, that is a valuable artist, that is an artist that can even see themselves being in in, in collaborations and projects for the long term, not just one-offs where you're getting a lump sum of money and the organization or the business enjoys your work for a long period of time. They basically are being paid and enjoying the royalties of the work that you have done. I want you to get aware of that. The actions enforce your belief. Your belief enforce your actions. Right? Now, when you come to that point, I can't say that you will be like these two artists. (laughs) The man with the banana stuck to the wall with duct tape and the man that sends back two white framed empty canvases. I can't say that you can be the same. And so there are many other examples of that. I I believe there was an artist who put a dot in the middle of a canvas and he sold it for, I don't know how much money, just an extreme amount of money. I think there was also an artist who sold air. Air, people. A-I-R. O2. Air. <laughs> Air. I'm giggling a lot this 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 episode. I'm so sorry. I'm giggling a lot. Again, it's not to make uh you know uh, any fun of it at all because I'm pretty serious about this subject. But yeah, people that there was a person who sold air because it came from the mountains, a certain part of the mountains, you know, and, and it was very pure, and he sold it. A man who put a dot in the middle of a canvas and sold it for an extreme amount of money. You don't... I'm using these examples because, yes, they are very extreme. But sometimes extreme things will make... Will be a reflection upon us of, wow. Then look how little that it is that I am doing. Of course, in comparison of that, it's going to be little. But it... It, it can be a good motivation for you, a good force, a, 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 like a nudge for you to just ump the level. Go from mediocre to, if, if it's needed, standard, go from standard to premium. Go to that level where you just you just different. People know that you are just different. Okay? You're just different. Now, for the listeners that are that are here and say, well, I like being where I am. Hey, I'm not saying change it. I'm not saying that at all. Like I already said, this is a perspective. I share that with you all. But I know for the people that are professionally in their own development, that are looking for ways to elevate themselves, to build the platform in their own niche, to you know, be great at what it is that they are doing and sharing that with others. That is a part of their strategy. That is it, that is part of their vision. And it's definitely part of my own vision. 
and it is not a nasty word it's not a bad word it's not something that you have to be ashamed of i i really want for you to now this is something i'm actually going to tell you yet to do don't be ashamed of it right don't be ashamed for yourself to have a certain standard that you are you know step by step working yourself towards to because we are taking a lot of crap from people that have a lot to say but not doing that much so don't let yourself be in a situation where you feel ashamed for looking at your value being aware of it rebranding yourself or branding yourself and determining your value and therefore strengthening your belief Okay, people, so that was today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I had enormous fun doing it. I also wrote an article, by the way, uh, about this um, about this particular phenomenon that, that happened, these two events, and how I make the comparison between them and uh, how I look at it, my perspective. I place it on my website, on my blog, so you can read it there as well or share it with other people that are, are not into podcasts. Hey, now I put it as an article so you can read it. Um, and have also a look. Hey people, thank you so much for supporting today's episode by joining into this chat. I really appreciate the fact that you are taking your time out of your schedule to be part of this. Really, really appreciate it. Now, you can support this podcast in three ways. First of all, you can be a subscriber and an active listener by leaving behind your comments and your suggestions on this platform. I really would appreciate to see what it is that you all are thinking. And of course, you can also leave a voice message. Now, those are really dope. I would love to hear them. The second thing that you can do is that you can go to any of my other social media platforms. They can be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Be a subscriber and support MCJ Studio. Now, the third way that you can support this channel is by giving a donation. In each episode on this podcast, there is a link that refers to the donation page of MCJ Studio. There you can leave some coins, some bills, and those will be used for the further expansion and growth of the podcast. As of now, I'm going to say thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Your attention has been very much appreciated. Make sure to follow and subscribe to our social media platforms. See you next week.